Unexamined opinions are faulty opinions. I'm Justin Foster. And I'm Juan Kingsbury. Welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast. This is a show where we confront our own ideas, biases, and opinions. And hope you do the same for yours. So buckle up for some subversion and heresy. And keep an open mind. All right. This this is my hill to die on. I might be wrong, but I know I'm not <laughs> about personality. HBO is doing a documentary coming out March 4th, uh, Persona. And they're really going after per- quote-unquote personality assessments, right. uh, specifically Myers-Briggs. But I'm pretty sure DISC and a couple others, Enneagram, are going to pop up in there. But uh, I think we, we mentioned it on uh, one where you were like, hey, what am I, you know, you, you and your Keurig and, <laughs> and certain things, like what am I kind of snobbish about? And it's with personality is like, can it be measured? I, I, I'm, I'm actually excited for this documentary. I'm pretty sure they're going to be right 90% of the time. But the tools that I use, and I'm saying I'm better. In fact, mm-hmm. I know they get you, they get abused just the same or misused or underused. So different way to start but i know you got hip to enneagram even though you know my tools you blasphemous person no but <laughs> what was it about enneagram that, that specifically to, you? to offend you yeah yes that was i know um, well uh, one is is that you your i think the enneagram for whatever reason and uh it is a deeper it's more of a soul assessment or core self-assessment um it's not about behaviors and motivators that which is sort of the conscious mind aspect. It's, it's a, it's an assessment more of your subconscious mind. The other thing I love about the Enneagram is that no one understand, no one can really uh, reverse engineer why it works. Yeah. You know, it it kind of just appeared, um, I think in Central America first and then worked its way to the United States. And um, it's one of the oldest assessments um, out there too. Um, It's just become you know, really became repopularized by Richard Rohr. Really, was the one that I first heard about it, uh, the Enneagram. Um, so, what, so my, so I'm curious about this documentary too, um, because you know the, I'm not as passionate about this topic as you are, but I still care, and yeah. then I love that you care. That's the thing that's most interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, and- you care about it, and so I, I have two questions for you. Yeah, um, what? <clears throat> Big, the one is more, more, more is bigger. Why do you think personality assessments are so attractive to people? It's, what's it's, the what's the appeal or the allure? It's a mirror. It's you know, like actually, I, I don't know. We are on Zoom right now. I have you and me. I'm looking at myself most of the time, <laughs> and then I, sometimes I switch it till I see you. And I asked my wife, I was like, "Do you? That's weird that I do it." She's like, "I do it too." And then, but I think that's what it is. It's, it's one of the. It's kind of like. Um, your, I mean, how often do you, are we put in the the funhouse mirror that makes us look really good, you know? And I, I think that's the immediate thing. And uh, kind of going back to, or you said something, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I am biased. I make a living this way. And so I'm the first person who I'm like, I'm, I'm clearly I'm biased. So of course I would like my tools and everyone else is wrong. Um, right. But for me, it was, I the first time I took a disc, I think was in high school. Then and it was kind of fun, but I didn't really care. Then Disney World, and I actually still have my notes. It's 2001, right after 9/11. Still didn't really care. It was fun, but nothing. 2007, I get paid to learn this stuff and train, so I'm kind of getting paid to drink the Kool Aid. Um, but you'll you'll might like this, but Bill Bonsetter, the founder of DTI, um, we would be doing 
fireside chats and sometimes and this is back on the phone <laughs> you're supposed to call in on a conference call versus you know uh clubhouse or zoom and no one would answer questions so i would ask him like basically controversial questions this is the equivalent of asking the pastor hey uh what if dinosaurs believed in god <laughs> because no one else is that and he's like when he put him on mute he's like no one's really asking that are they no one he's like is that you and i'm like yeah. And he got like so mad. But I was genuinely I like I loved to poke holes. I was already red teaming before I knew the term. Um, but because I learned so much about myself and then I was being compensated to help people sell this, like I was groomed to be biased about it. And then one day I realized, oh, they don't care about it in the same way that I do. And the mm-hmm. short version is I went out on my own and I realized, right. oh, me caring about it doesn't necessarily make me a good business person. I still got to sell this stuff which I realize, oh, especially like churches, I notice they tend to like the disc assessment. Enneagram got popular. And you mentioned that spiritual thing. To me, there's not just nothing wrong with that. I think that's good, but it's different versus what I'm trying to do to earn a living in terms of hiring. I'm not going to bet on horoscopes. Like, not saying that they're wrong. I'm, in fact, <laughs> I, I find them interesting. I'm sure there's some correlation with something that we haven't proven today. And... So I'm like, there's these different levels of what am I willing to bet on? And with the tools that I use, which I'm not trying to get into on this call and even on Career Blindspot when I break this down, but I'm like, when we say personality or whatever, what does Enneagram claim to measure? Spirit or? Um, yeah, like a core self, let's say. And so it, it's helped you. I know you've started applying it with others and it doesn't offend me. If anything, when I first, I was like, well, why would he use that other tool? Not like. He doesn't like, why does Justin have a new friend? <laughs> but it was more like, what's he not getting that I feel like we get plenty of with disc and motivators, but science, Mike, I know he's talked with Richard Rohr. He broke down Enneagram and I was like, oh, I think I understand what people are seeing that I see in disc and motivators, which is my wheelhouse, but the, the, the Enneagram explains it much more clear and to the point and people don't have time to, to know what I need to know. So it's not bad. In fact, it's really, really good. But I'm like, I'm not going to use Enneagram to hire, you know, and I'm not even looking at personality. I'm looking at tendencies of, of right. what is someone likely to do when they do this job? What, what work thrills them? What do they hate? What are they in between on? I'm not willing to bet on Enneagram. So now I'm yeah. rambling comparing products, but like it, it, it not offends me. It, I love that this is coming out on my people, the personality right. assessments, because I think a lot of us are frauds. They're, we're not really trying to help. We're just trying to sell you 50 assessments at 50 bucks a pop. Right. That's not bad. That's business, yeah. baby. But that's not the business that I think we are capable of doing. That's right. us half-assing it. I think, I think uh, there's a reason that the Enneagram is far less popular in the business world. Because I think that the, the Enneagram helps you see who you really are underneath your behaviors and motivators. And, uh, and imagine companies, if you knew who you really were, you'd, you would put up with a lot less shit yeah. from people. And, you're, and, and so um, I, think that, I think there's some bifurcation here between personal development and let's call it leadership development um, or, or career development. I think there's that. I also think that it's, you lay them out on a scale, a spectrum, let's call one end woo and the other one's science. Yeah. Um, on the woo end, way on the woo end, you've got horoscopes and human design and, and, you know, stuff like that, that, um, and then you work your way over on the far end, you've got disc and 
Myers-Briggs and Enneagram is more on the science side now based off of all the uh, research that's been done on it. And then, you know, then you have other stuff. You have the, you have strengths finders, yeah. which is a little thin. I call strengths finders the Michael Buble of assessment. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's just, it's just there. Yeah. It's, and it's not very interesting, but a lot of people like it. They mm-hmm. made a lot of money off of it. Yes. I put that in there. Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies. They kind of fall in on the other side towards the science side, but not like with a lot of in-depth yeah. stuff. And so what's interesting though, one, um, is if you take um, horoscope, human design, Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, and, and DISC, let's say DISC is the superior science of as assessments. It's what I think Emily and I came up with when I first started working, doing branding with, when Emily was the head of marketing or communication for TTI, we came up with the term science of self. Yeah, um, I remember so, that. Yeah, so... The science part is is that so, but if you look at that, there are correlations. I if you take and, and maybe we do it as a Venn diagram this time instead of as a spectrum is I'm a I'm a near hundred D yeah and I'm an eight in the enneagram, I'm a near hundred I and my wing in enneagram is seven, so D is dominant, eight is challenger, I is influence right is that the right word influence yes, yes. yeah and then seven is enthusiast. So it's about inter interrelations. Yeah. Um, in the in in the horoscope, I'm a Scorpio, which has a lot of D t- DI tendencies. Yeah. Um, Myers Briggs, I'm an ENFJ. Um, Strengths Finders, my highest score is a Woo, is Woo, which is the high I. So yeah. there's there's a lot of correlation there, yeah. and I think the key to this is there's two things. The key to this is understanding. I think we talked about this on another another one of our episodes is your personality is not who you are. It's just your behavior or how you show up in the world. There's a deeper version of yourself that Jung referred to as the unconscious self. Yeah. The second thing is, is that if you are trying to, I think this is, I wonder if the documentary is going to uncover this is it's easy to pull something that happens all the time to pull something from science and drag it back to woo. Yes. So we hear a phrase like, why well, don't, I, uh, I believe in climate change. Well, climate change is science. You don't believe in science. Yeah. Either you you can agree or disagree. Yeah. But you don't. It's not a belief thing. But we do that. We take these things that are more science oriented and they become almost like a religion. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I mean, that we this is maybe the undercurrent of this whole podcast is this. All models are wrong. Some are useful is paraphrased by many other people. But systems matter but to a degree, but so does faith and just going, but it's that going one or the other. Cause I, I was telling Courtney, my wife about COVID and listening to, you know, do we triple mass now? Do we this? And I'm like pre COVID, I wasn't very high on my doctors and, and the typical Western medicine. I wasn't an anti-masker or anti-vaxxer, but I'm like, these are the same people when my wife is sick and unhealthy telling her, Hey, we'll just diet and exercise and sleep better. It's like, mm-hmm. MFR. That's why I'm talking to you. Like, like that's like help me. And then I realized, oh, not all doctors are scientists. In fact, most of them aren't. They're the equivalent of a DMV person who just wants to get me out of here as fast as possible. They don't want to hurt me, but they're not looking to give me above and beyond service. And then when I meet those doctors and I meet these, and that's what I realized. And this is now I'll throw another cocktail on here. Oh, most jobs aren't filled with superstars, <clears throat> police. A lot of them are just people who want to earn a paycheck. 
And right. sometimes we half ass it and we can get all high and mighty. Like no one is the first to call themselves lazy. Um, and, you know, not mentioning like you're hurting people that puts you in a different category. But it, just because you don't want to hurt someone doesn't mean you're a superstar in your job. So walking it back to personality, I'm like, it's whatever gets someone traction and momentum to them being better or doing better to me is good in my book. But with Myers-Briggs, one, I know people use it because it's cheap, not because it's accurate. We go mm -hmm. to LA Fitness because it's cheap. If we right. really wanted to get in shape or whatever, we would commit to whatever thing. It doesn't mean money always works, but Beyonce's not going to LA Fitness. Now, does she have a lot more money? Does LeBron? Right. Yes. But I realized like, oh, that's the appeal. It has blown up because it's a cheap way to categorize profile people, you know, in the police world. That's a bad word for us citizens. Right. But in the, uh, and so they have a point. Like I am, I'd look like a guy, uh, you ever see Always Sunny when they go to that picket and they kind of switch yeah. sides yeah. to meet girls? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. That's me. My, my point is, or my, my agenda is not to rattle. It's like, oh, I get it. If I'm helping you, here's how my tools are going to help you because you want to get a better job or because you're trying to hire better. And so yeah. I still see t uh, the disc and the motivators as the superior way to do that or say the best odds for me to give a clear perspective. Right. I will admit I was wrong, still am wrong. When I hear people tell me, like I cringe a little bit when you rattle off all these things, but I'm like, it helped my friend figure that out. And mm -hmm. there's jealousy going back to ego. Mm -hmm. How come I didn't get to help you figure out? Well, that's not the point, Juan. <laughs> and so, you know, that's, I'm growing here, but that's my, my issue. That's why I'm, I'm glad that someone's going to kind of expose the industry. And it's not the first time. There's tons of articles. Yeah. I know there's going to be a repercussion of, so they're all wrong. It's kind of like when people demonize religion. Like my wife said the other day, I always pick on her. Oh, these <laughs> conservatives. I'm like, no, those aren't conservatives. That is a new group, a new school that has hijacked in the same way that CrossFitters are the healthy ones. Like, no, yeah. they're psycho and they do muscle ups because they're, well, for a yeah. bunch of other reasons. So anyway, rant over. <laughs> but No, I think, I, well, first of all, on the disc stuff, and I think you're the, the best debriefer of any, that I've ever met. Um, and I know, you know, coming from this world, and this is, we met through the world of behavioral assessments, you and I did, yeah. you know, back in what, 2012, something like that. Yeah, it's been a while. And, um, and so I have... I know lots of uh, TTI distributors and other people that do use disc and I've seen them do some debrief. A lot of them have done me, you know, worked and you're the best at it. And I hear, here's what I think it is. And I think it's because, um, and, and I think this is where that sort of offense comes in. Like Myers-Briggs is, is, is I'll use my terms. Myers-Briggs is sort of like decent pop country. <laughs> decent. Yeah. Yeah. Decent pop country. It's like, it's okay. It's not as terrible. It's, 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 uh, you know, it's, um, uh, let's say Keith Urban or Tim McGraw or Kenny Chesney. It's not Randy Rogers band or Chris Stapleton or Jason Isbell or, yeah. you know, these, these guys, which is like true country to me. And, 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 and there's, so there's an insipidness to it into Myers-Briggs. And I think that's perpetuated by, what you said of this sort of checkboxing personal growth. Yes. You know, and, and it's the, it's what I call the curse of um, I am. Well, I'm an ENFJ. Yes. No, you're not. 
Oh man, you're not even a place to disc too. I'm a yes. high D. Yes. I, oh, you you made you make I'm a hairy man, and you made my my arms the hair on my arms stand up because that it even like right now we're into February 2021. 2020 still lingers, and so I'm by I, like clearly uh, obviously biased, but one one first of all, thanks for the compliment. Like I. It's not why I do it, but it makes my ego feel really good. But then I'm like, no, if you want to do better, stop checking on your ego. Are you actually helping people or are you just getting the compliments? But it does mean a lot. <laughs> but people change and that makes the assessment harder to sell. Why, why? You're telling me Justin might adjust in the future? Yeah. Like, yeah. But so people don't usually say that. Oh, this is how you are. No. Like it makes it more complicated sell, but people can change and we get we can get into that on a different day. But in 20, the last 10, uh, 10, 10 months, I keep telling people, hey, I want you to reassess. I'm biased. Um, but we say people do change during significant emotional events. Hello, mm -hmm. 2020. Hello, turning 50. Hello, doing IVF. You know, And that, is it conscious change? Are we doing intentional? I don't think nearly as much. I think majority of the time, it's it's just one day you wake up and you you're trying to be more influential or you're trying to be mm -hmm. less dominant. And sometimes people are like, "Oh, I'm I'm less dominant because I'm a parent now. I want to be nicer." It's like, no, not necessarily. Like, I, I get I get the logic, and if you feel like being let lower dominant is the better way to be a parent, good for mm -hmm. you. But don't right. take it as maybe you feel like I need to be more assertive and direct with my children. That's the way. This is not a, an, a, a measurement of good or evil if it's right. what feels right to you. And um, like I always like to wild people out, especially if you're a high dominant person. I'll compare them to someone they don't like. What do you mm -hmm. think Trump is? Or if they're if they yeah. lean extreme right, wow. what do you? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Well, not an S or a C. Yeah. He doesn't have S or C tendencies. You know, and yeah. Then, yeah. You know, what do you think Hillary is? And so. What I'm always, I go, I don't care if you disagree with everything on this assessment. Or I should say, I don't care. I want to know that. If that's okay, then great. Why, why did you answer this way? You you basically were, were lying every time it asked. You're not hurting my feelings, but what feels right to you? Because if you, let's just sum it up, are highly introverted and you love painting, et cetera, and you want this pharmaceutical sales rep job... I can tell you that it's probably not going to play to what right. you want it to be. Is there a better universe where pharmaceutical sales rep is more casual, chill, and right. expert? I hope so, but not if right now. If you're a high I and you're applying for a job where you're going to work alone a lot, you're, you're going to be, you might do it just through sheer muscularity and will. Yes. But it's, you're, 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 you're playing from behind constantly. Yes. Um, and, so here's what's fascinating to me about about like things change. First of all, the there's there I think there, that life is a perpetual discovery of self. I think there's a returning to self, and every time you return to core self, you learn something about yourself. And there and it's evolutionary. It contains all the same principles of evolutionary theory that that our our, our being does, our core self. So there's that. Personally, I've been through two significant spiritual awakenings, massive life changes um, over the last decade, really. Um, and my, but my behavioral assessments all kind of stay the same. Yeah. What's changed is my perspective, my spiritual intelligence, my maturity, uh, my self-awareness. If anything, my EQ has gone up and yeah. EQ, even EQ is a little bit like, 
trying to uh, you know it's 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 a it's a loose a loose measurement yes. of emotional intelligence yeah uh, and so all of that to say is I think that it it, it this is a uh, uh, what 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 I would say is right right fit what are you trying to accomplish and if you're trying to accomplish if you for yourself um, that you are in the right career in the right path in the right relationships disc is superior yeah. If you're trying to figure out who you are at a soul level, I would say take the Enneagram. Um, the, like, like I said, I, I don't take Myers-Briggs all that seriously, even though it's based off of Jungian archetyping. Yeah. It's it's kind of like what Americans have done to yoga. <laughs> yeah. well, sort of like commoditized this. Yes. And, and they stop. And Jung, if he was looking at that, you don't stop at your archetype. Yes. And further... This is another thing about like true union archetyping. You don't stay in one archetype. You move. Yeah. You move oh from yeah. That's well. The and it, I'll even um, not disagree, but I'll say I like Myers Briggs. Probably have to put a prefer precursor. I don't. I haven't taken one in a really long time. I've wanted to be like, hey, who thinks they're really good at debriefing? But I, I've not made that effort to just because it's not top of my list. Whatever's a start. Because self-reflection, you know, you and I, we, we do it. If, we, we were, if it was a muscle, we'd be jacked and posing down because we do it all the time. For other people, it is the scariest thing. Like, just like for some people who don't want to get on the scale or, or, you know, take a picture. Like, how do you relate if you're on Instagram all the time? It's like, what's wrong with you? Well, that's a thing. So Myers-Briggs to me is good. It's a good start. It's a terrible finish. Even DISC is a good start. Terrible finish. Even my best assessment that measures EQ and acumen and skills it's a better start, goes a lot further. It's kind of like I tell people most assessments, not just Myers Briggs. Anytime I hear four, I was like, you guys are all kissing cousins and related. And, and I put this in there too. It's cardio. You can switch up cardio a million different ways. And hey, that is better than just staying on the couch. Um, but Zumba versus mm-hmm. running a marathon, you're, you're, you got really great lungs. But if all you want to do is fit better in your jeans, cardio, we know it now, even though I think it still hasn't sunk in. Is not the best, or I should say intense cardio is not the best. It's better go for a long walk for 30 minutes an hour than to do hit things, you know, 10 10 times a a week. But if you want to be more efficient at what you do, you add more perspectives. I would say assessments, but even like where where, where most people, when they come to me and and they're looking for, hey, fulfillment, um, I'm like, oh, well, part of the equation isn't so much you which matters i go it's you're going to environments that don't want you to be you and so you could know that you're the awesome best person for whatever type of work but if you keep going to the u.s postal service they're probably not going to look for the best version of you they're probably not going to hire for that can you weasel your way in or maybe not weasel but get in there sure but that that's the thing that i think what has made me really good is i'm looking at what environments are looking for their styles and so when i see enneagram and i see and i i i I know very little about really what science mike said like a year ago but everything Mm -hmm. serves a purpose but what it's kind of like looking at all these different shapes of a fork that 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 anything with four categories or or a finite number i'd say i'd keep it under 50 it all people just borrowed and and stole and tweak which is hey that's what we do it's like music um, but it's if you want to go deeper, if you're trying to 
make a dent in the universe to overuse that phrase um that that's a good start but it, it's not going to i feel like it's we can just get busy doing those exercises let me take the next one let's take juan's assessment he sounds smart and i'm just going to give you right. the same thing repackaged like that's not wrong right. but you're 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 spinning your wheels and it kind of feels good yeah. kind of like yoga or meditation but it's not necessarily um hitting the mark or whatever that mark is. So yeah. 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 And I think for, I, I, yes to all that. And I think that Americans in particular are, can have a tendency to be in sort of a perpetual existential crisis. Um, it's because hardship teaches you who you are. And yes, there are people that have gone through hardship and we have, you know, income inequality and institutional racism and, you know, uh, things like that, that certainly you can, um, you know, the, 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 there's been hardship, but the majority of Americans haven't had a lot of hardship. They've had emotional trauma, maybe, but not like when we talked another episode about trauma, they've had emotional trauma, but not like true hardship trauma. Yeah. And so I think it boils down to there's two things that you need to know in order to live like fully. And you got to know who you are and what you want. Yeah. And I think what happens, though, is I think you look at like the the continual dominance of self-help books um, in the marketplace and then how few of them are actually read yeah. all the way through. Yes. Why. People collect them. <laughs> right. And they, and so I think what happens is, is that we think the search is to find out who we are. That's the right search, but an assessment is a, maybe is a step on the way. Yes. I would put, I would put it as one like therapy or a spiritual practice or, whatever, it's a step along the way. It's intended to give you some guidance and direction and some framework Yes. Um, around like, oh, well, that's why I behave this way. That's why I have these reactions. Um, this is why I'm drawn to these areas. Um, but but they're, they're, they're stops or phases along the way to the finding yourself. And then I go back to what I said is once you find yourself, and we'll talk about this in our next episode, but once you find yourself, you still drift. Yeah. So well, and the, but the behavioral assessment can be another tool for returning to yourself when you sort of, you knew who you were. And a lot of people say this, you know, in my twenties, I knew who I was. And then life happened. I just sort of lost my way. Yeah. Well, disc or Myers-Briggs, Instagram, that's a great tool as a starting point to, to return home to yourself. Yes. And well, um, yeah, we're the, the next episode is going to be drift, and these are—I mean—they're all kind of linked. I think it, yeah, in hindsight, sure. we, we're going to see something. But one, uh, I will break this down my more technical on the Career Blind Spot podcast. But for today, I'll be—you know—with a friend and going to be more raw here. Like someone else told me, actually, I'll say his name: Izzy Justice. He's a performance coach, and some people really love him, some people not so much. But I—he introduced the concept of EQ to 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 me and TTI ten plus years ago, and. Uh, I think our assessment's kind of weak, but the concept of it, especially paired up with with DISC and motivators, because DISC you can adapt. Justin can adapt his D. What he can't adapt is his utilitarian or resourceful and his right. commanding. Like that's where you get really pissed off when someone's wasting effort, time, resources, and being a dick. <laughs> um, you know, you you'll only bite your tongue so much. Right. Um, but he threw something years ago. He he may have changed his mind because one. I was running something through him, actually kind of the origins of the book that I hope to finish this uh, next month. Um, and kind of to your point of, what did you call it? 
you move Jung said you move through the archetypes yeah, you move through the archetypes you're not one of the archetypes yeah. you have one that, you have some that are dominant more dominant than those but you move through them based off of emotional maturity um situations environments conditions yeah and that's that's uh, where i've drilled down with when you're working and you're desperate versus you're working and you're just clean it up and make it money you're, you're out there to you know um glean the field for extra crops versus oh my god we're going to starve this winter it's a right. different mindset and then lastly when you're working and you're you're growing crops because you know hey your neighbors are in pain or hey their pipes froze i can go help them and bring them fresh water those feelings in my my world disc and motivator still apply but they feel differently um but he this guy izzy justice he's from south africa and he, he to your point he's on the other end he experienced apartheid he you know almost got became a child soldier all these things escape that mm-hmm. but he goes one well, if you look at this especially but even motivators as symptoms of trauma or of ptsd is what people they think don't control me so i'm going to be a high d oh people don't laugh uh, or like me i'm going to make them laugh and i didn't want to agree with him and i won't even say that i fully agree today but i'm like well, I'll share. Started seeing a therapist um, as a recommendation, a good friend, Justin. And she was talking about oversharing. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have a tendency as I actually, as I watch, as we record, I'm like, yes, I'm talking a little bit more today <laughs> than normal. That's She's not saying it's a problem, but she was saying you might be looking for validation from other people. And our goal is to get it for yourself. And I was like, oh, I know that difference of feeling. And I wonder, I, I thought, and maybe even... Is my eye going to disappear? Is my outgoingness? But to your point of change, I was like, no, I think I'm always going to be a, a very expressive person. The question is, am I doing it on my terms or am I doing it according to my fear of my environment or wanting to be liked? And so that really like made me realize there's a whole world of expertise in science and, and psychology that I find interesting, but I am not the expert in. Mm-hmm. I am expert in the short term. We'll call it six months to 10 years. Should you hire this person or should you take this job? I can help you with that all day long. I, I'll mm-hmm. call myself a guru in that regard. But anything oh. outside of that, I don't know shit. I got opinions. But right. anyone who claims to start giving relationship advice, or like, that's not me. At the very least, that's what I'm saying. So th- these, there's these... People use and abuse these tool, tools, and I don't think necessarily for wrong reasons, but you start, like even the word personality, we don't say that we measure that. We measure right. behavioral preference and motivational uh, attitude. Myers-Briggs did the personality thing. And then clients will start to say that. Well, you'll start, to, uh, some, I, I will say it occasionally. Oh yeah, personality. Just because I'm trying to sell them something <laughs> so I can get in and helping. And I'm guilty of just trying to be an entrepreneur making a buck sometimes as well. And it's, right. it's a weird ride. And I guess that's that's business. Yeah. So I think there's also another factor here related to the appeal for of personality assessments or behavioral assessments is we're, we're all wounded by, by life. Um, and I think this is probably oversimplification, but we're either wounded, we either have a mother wound, a father wound. And if we don't have a mother wound and a father wound, then we have a let's call it a safety wound, meaning you had a very insulated childhood and you you weren't ever exposed to anything. Um, And so it's called an insular wound. Well, if you have a father wound or a mother wound or both, 
you're, you're really not in search of who you are at a subconscious level. You yeah. are in search of healing that wound. So you're attracted to like, I know having a father, having both. And I think mostly healed is certainly, I've, I think I've healed from my mother wound. my father wound is still a bone of contention, but that's the one I can, it's yeah, that's a different topic. Yeah. But anyway, the father wound in me made me um, kind of glom on to um, really smart, kind paternal figures. Um, it made me um, kind of um, um, guruize them or deify them a little bit. Um, it also made me um, overly excited about and overly like a wanting like an athlete or a, 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 a military person or somebody to like me. Yeah. I'm still a little bit like that. And I don't know if it's related to the father room with like musicians. I want musicians to like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and so th- th- what, what I guess what I'm saying here is, is that you have to look at, to me, in order for it to you to understand it, the full value of the tool, especially a disc is, is you have to make sure that you're applying it to the right framework of what your intention is. Yes. Well, like, like my, my ego brain, as you're saying that, and we've, we've talked plenty over the, the last, I think we're, we're closer to like 15 years, I think, of being friends. I think it was 2009. Well, I can't do math. Yeah. Anyway, more, more than 10, definitely. Um, but I hear your, your motivational um, uh, high D, I, and we're, we're very similar, first of all. Um, I think the difference is you actually learn because you like learning the facts you know i learn because i want to impress other people i want to impress you justin recommended this book i'm gonna read this book and you know talk about it with him and that was part of, i think i've told you that when i left my job i was like oh he was really cool at that conference i follow him on social one day if i can get a retweet by him like that was a goal here we are making a podcast right you know my and then it's like oh but was that a good one did he like it like the brain you know but it's that your behave behaviorally you like those any figures I, and this is where i make up stuff like i'm not a relationship expert but any relationship or job that wants us to be ourselves we like mm-hmm. and anything yeah. that says shut up and stop doing it that way the way you want we don't like and that's why sometimes mom and dad it's great thanksgiving or not so much that's the thanksgiving dinners is just everyone trying to say your preference right now is wrong so be more like me or let me be me at your expense yeah. um and there's a lot more things going in. You, you throw in culture, like you, this, you said this earlier. What if you were a black Islamic woman and I'm, you know, a transgender uh, me, you know, like this is a very different podcast. We still mm-hmm. have behaviors and motivators, but it's mm-hmm. very different when we go to apply. You being yeah. brand manager and me being whatever, um, the, like, our assessments don't measure that. And wow. I had someone at ASU tell me I was teaching this. She's a person of color teaching it to a room full of black students for the first time. She knew this. She knew those motivators. And she just was like, oh, this is totally different. Some of them don't know what certain words mean. And that's not an intelligence thing. It's a this was ma- made by white guys from Iowa, which good. Mm-hmm. They employed me. They're good people, or at least from my perspective, they are. But for other people, that is one. It's like when uh, uh, the band aid thing, flesh colored, it only is flesh colored for you and me, not necessarily white white people. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, assessments trying to, that's where I'm most excited that with this documentary, it, it, 
these things, people abuse them. They're, we're not going to hire a woman because she's too extroverted or we're not going to hire a guy because he's not enough. And if it's job related, though, you have reason to say good or bad. But a lot of the people who are making the decision have been improperly trained or they're assholes. And so they deserve to be um, scrutinized. But they're like these assessments are not the end goal. And yet we, we kind of put them on this pedestal like they always are the right decisions, but they're, they're tools, just like our phones. Our phones are guilty of a lot of bad or right. a lot of good. It depends how are you using them. So right. I don't know where I'm going I with think, that. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I think that um, it's important <clears throat> as we kind of wind down on this is it's important to remember that no assessment measures consciousness. Um, if you really, it, there's no consciousness assessment. Yeah. Like enlightenment assessment. Um, either you are, you have awareness and you're grounded in reality or you're, or you're, you're, you can be sort of half in between, I suppose, like an awakening, like in the process of like half asleep, but generally speaking. So, and this is what's interesting to me is you can know all about your disc, your Myers-Briggs, all the stuff, you know, and you can still be super low conscious, a super low conscious yes. person. Yes. Um, and, and so I think like all things in life, there is the spiritual realm and the material realm the enneagram tends to drift more into you know the spiritual and material but i go back to this the best science is disc and especially when you combine it with the other tools that you have of and if, if i don't get the right lingo but your your behaviors which is the disc mm -hmm. then your motivators and your acumen which yeah. are your natural tendon gifts essentially yeah 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 or, and yeah. It's like, you know, I think those are great. Those are material world things that everyone should know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's like being an athlete. You can be just a phenomenal gonna... athlete. You could be the world's greatest athlete and you can still be an unconscious asshole. Yes. Or, or yeah, you actually, you just said it. You can, you can be successful and still be an asshole. In fact, a lot of yeah. successful people tend to be assholes because we, right. we, we get stuck on that. Well, this is what works and I'm better and they're, they're worse. Yeah. Um, there's a, and I was this, I mean, this blows up to a whole other podcast and we'll, as we'll wrap in the next four or five here. Um, I was like, Oh, I get sin now. Or I, at least I, I see it in a different way. Um, you know, lust, anger, th this, I don't feel those things when I'm necessarily desperate, poor on the street and depressed. I feel mm -hmm. those when I think I'm justified and self-righteous and I'm right. Yeah. And it's a fine line between serving and, and really taking my business and my services to the next level and making a hustle play for, you know, an 80% markup on a service that, hey, it's not wrong, but I'm, I'm in a different mindset here. And that's right. what I realized, like, especially po politicians, especially bosses, entrepreneurs, like, you can only be in business if you have money. Like you, you can, you can talk about it, but in terms of paying yourself or paying other people, you, you need to be good at making money. You don't necessarily need to be a good person. Hello, El Chapo or any drug cartels. You know, they yeah. have the same driving forces as Elon Musk and, you know, and motivators, but that, and, and, and even them, they have a good acumen for the world. They, what yeah. the world, the, the, the rules that apply to them there or, or say that apply to the rest of us don't really apply to them from where they're coming from. But they run that system at the expense of, you know, drug addiction and all that other stuff. Yeah, right. But the behaviors and motivators are there, and right. can be applied in a different way. Exactly. And so, so a, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. We'll wrap. I was just gonna say. So, 
last question I have for you is what do you think Jesus's uh, disc profile was? Oh, yeah. That is a great way to end. Um, not think. I know, <laughs> especially from what you tell me uh, or what you've shared, what I've heard from other people that have entertained my questions. Um, he's a high SC. I think he's a very low I um, and a situational D. For lack of a term, he's introverted, but he has that assertive side. Situationally, he told people, like, hey, stop. But yeah. he never, I mean, he, he didn't make sense, but he didn't really ramble. So low I in my book. And uh-huh. then motivationally, I believe he was very aesthetic, very social. Um, and here's the, the, the drop. I don't think he was traditional. He was coming to upend right. tradition. Right. I don't think he was super theoretical, but I think he leaned that way. He wanted to learn, ask questions. Jesus was a liberal hippie um, yes. from beha- from a scientific behavioral motivational perspective. Yes, right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to quote Chris Chris Opperson, to me, the greatest songwriter of all time, uh, Jesus was a Capricorn. If you don't know that song, I highly recommend it because it's it's a great like skewering of white Jesus Christianity and conservative Christianity. And he wrote it back in 73 or 74. So it's very similar to that. That's super fascinating. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I mean, I'm not, I don't have near your level of expertise in this area, but what you're saying resonates with me. Um, and it seems like Jesus also challenged the unconscious or d- negative side of any of the profiles. So yes. the high seas were like the Pharisees. They were really like into the law and the structure. And he talked about the, in, in, in the King James version, it translates as jot and tittle, like the, the little tiny details yeah. obsessed over those. Yeah. And then the, the high S, whether the people that would come back and they just wanted, they just couldn't arrive at a conclusion. They were indecisive yeah. about, you know, like, um, and then the high I were the ones that were really interested in what other people thought about them. So they sat, he were talked about the priests sitting in the higher seats. And then the high D were just the assholes that he confronted all the time. Yeah. Now you can be enlightened and be a high D, high I. Um, you can be unenlightened and still be a high S, high C. So th- that's the fascinating thing about this from a, from a model. I also believe this. I think Buddha and Jesus had the same disc profile. Yeah. I, yeah. Based I, off of what you said and just kind of pondering this, yeah. this question for um, the years. And, and I'll, I'll end at least my part because I, I could talk forever about this. And yes. that's where, but, but one, this is why I love doing this podcast with you as well as my own. But this one, because it's free form, I'm not overthinking it. But I behaviorally disc motivated, nothing like Jesus. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That's why I don't like Catholic Church. I don't want, you know, don't, no one put Wani in a corner. Corner. <laughs> I just put that on, on LinkedIn the other day. But then because, not because, conversations like this with you and countless other Christian people who have a higher traditional value of a black, more black and white, who, who, who were kind and, and heard me out, my high D, my high I, my util- drive for utility and drive for self-preservation, I'm like, Oh, there's something it to this Christian thing, and I actually yeah. realized this was spurred, especially 2016. How did Trump hijack this already angry group of people? And I started learning, but not because I'm interested in learning. I was like, "What's? How do I take care of me and mine, but also right. be a better person?" And like yeah. everyone has this different formula, and I'm like, "Oh, I've not liked quote unquote religion because I saw it through the opposite lens." It right. didn't let me be me, but That's right. if I find an organization, group, book, et cetera, and so I was like, man, this thing got hijacked by people just like Justin and I, high Ds, <laughs> high eyes who like to hear yeah. themselves talk 
and right. be good at making money. And that is, oh, just yeah. because you read it doesn't mean you live it. And just because you preach it doesn't mean you live it. Right. And right. so, yeah, it comes full circle. It comes full circle. And and I my last thought on this is um, you can... Um, if you're a low conscious person with high awareness of your behaviors and motivators, much of your life is dictated by confirmation bias. Yes. And another, I'm a high D, you're a high S, you're the, you're, I don't want to be like that. That's weak. Yes. And, and so anyway, we could loop no. around to the, you know, I mean, it shows the, 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 the tri trichotomous nature of being human, which is, you know, essentially mind, body, and soul. Um, and, and, and that, the, 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 you can, you can be detached from your soul and have a awareness of your mind and then your behavior. And, and like I said, you can yeah. still be an asshole. Yeah. Actually, uh, I was just going to end on that. I'm like, if you have questions, especially cause we've kind of picked on religion, um, a little bit more, but like the spiritual people you've, we've talked about the, the, the QAnon and the yeah. health nut people, yeah. um, they're dicks too. They're assholes too. Hell, oh. Justin and I are the first to say we're assholes too. I say one, what do you think their profile oh, is? In my profile, although I'm a situational asshole. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? That's what most people say. I know you're being funny there, but I think people, well, I'm different and different. Yeah, because yeah. does that situation with a certain executive like Justin being opinionated? and Probably not. Does it make them bad? No, but it doesn't work for you. And so, yeah, we can, well, this is a separate podcast, like literal other podcast, <laughs> just, you know, guess the personality. Yeah, Thanks, that man. one will be called, we're probably right. Yes. <laughs> All right. But I, I do mean it for the fans. I believe you can contact us uh, in the, the little show notes. So yeah. um, I feel like we should do something with that because I, people will like it. But anyway, enough for today. Thanks, man. Yeah.